0: Hey it is me, mental Melissa uh, coming back after having gone on vacation and feeling <laughs> duh <laughs> uh in a real funk <clears throat> excuse me, and oh gosh, what is it like for you? Are there? Are there moments where you're, you feel, like, kind of normal? you feel like you could pass for normal? Um. I feel like there have been, over the years, moments when I could pass for normal. I'm really beginning to doubt it now. I think I was completely delusional. Um. So I got put on the serquil so that I could leave that manic state, um, which was just so frickin' painful. Um, I really I didn't feel like I could breathe. Didn't feel like I could function, and being on the Seroquel first first two weeks really really hard. Uh, getting out of bed was really really hard. Standing up was really hard. Uh, I love that it just knocks me out at bedtime. I hope that never stops because uh, that's pretty magical. Um of replaces the um, Xanax that I used to be on that I was banned from so that I didn't become dependent on it Um, so you know good good things came out of the Seroquel or the generic whatever the generic version of that is Um, Felt. I think. I think it took. It definitely took over a week for me to not feel the crazy energy that I had been feeling, um, and then I kind of just felt not zoned out, but I felt weird for sure. I think that's the phrase I kept using to everybody. I feel weird. Um, so. I go on vacation, and I kind of start feeling okay, uh, like really calm, and, like, passable for, like, a normal adult, um, you know, which is what I want, I'm going to see my sister, who's been my biggest ally, um, a very long time, and uh, I, I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to embarrass her. Um, so I was super happy that I was feeling good. Uh, that was pretty wonderful. Uh, and then I don't know, I feel like, I feel like I'm already moving into... uh... depression. (laughs) You know, I mean, I get it. I've had this for... a long time, but I haven't been cognizant of what was going on. I just thought it was just me. I I didn't tie it to my illness. Because uh, you know obviously I didn't have this bipolar thing. Um, so I go to my sister's and I just kind of feel off. Um, I mean, she can't tell, uh, which was really weird because I almost feel like I was looking at her like seeing me. Uh, That's what it was. See me. See me right now. And ask me. ooh, spider. Sorry. I'm I'm doing weeds. (laughs) Uh, And ask me where I'm at. Um, Ask me. Look into my eyes and see that I'm not... not a hundred percent that i'm not i'm not okay um but i know i'm not the only person to have asked that question and they can't and so so this is my point i know you're going (laughs) really get to it um there are days when I wanna have multiple people who I can call. Um, my ex has, he's fighting me on child support. I don't know what his new game is, his chess game, his his play, uh, but I know he has one, he's a very smart man. And so I got some mail and if you've ever been Divorced. You've ever uh, had to fight for child support or alimony or whatever it is. You know that the minute you see, like you get, go into your mailbox, you get your mail, and you you're flipping through it, and then you see it. It's either from you know your state, or it says uh, child support services something. Whatever it is, you know immediately that this is the next step. Um, I have a girlfriend who uh, I went through much of my divorce with, and she was also getting divorced, and so we used to talk about, in the very early days, how scary it was. To get that piece of mail and like you didn't want to open it you know you had to uh, but you, you didn't want to um, because no matter what the outcome was in that piece of mail it was never good uh, and even if it was good so let's say it's in the sense of you know uh, I was granted everything that I asked for um. Which never happens, but let's just say, let's say it did, Um, you would know that this was not the end, that there would be a next step from your ex. Um, Nothing is that easy. So there's no good mail. You know, you know it's got to arrive. you don't want to open it. You don't want to know. And I want to know, how how bad is it? How bad is it? So, I had that piece of mail come in. (laughs) And I wanted to call my girlfriend, who I know would understand that I couldn't breathe. That I'm like, three years away from being done, two years away from being done, two to three. And I don't have to feel this way anymore. I live off what I earn. I won't have any children to feed or if my children pop in and out of my house, uh, you know, they can have a job and help pay for things. It won't be all me trying to provide for three adults. Uh, you know they can they can get a job to pay for their um, cell phones, and um, there's just so much. So I wanted to call that girlfriend, but I really can't, because the other part of all of this is I feel like I've been a a big whiny baby for so long like I have the divorce that just won't fucking end. Uh, 2010 started. It's 2018. Um, there is a part of me that feels like I am creating this drama. And I hate when I read those... <clears throat> Um, that say, you know, you've just got to be positive and keep yourself positive and all these good things will happen and um, I really try Uh, (laughs) that hasn't really worked for me Uh, so I want to call that girlfriend, but I feel like I've been calling that girlfriend for eight years and i'm sure you all know what this feels like you have a friend who's wildly successful and really getting their shit together and i can't seem to do that uh my ex has mentioned to my children uh, that i am underemployed oh he also mentioned that to them child family services, people underemployed and super stressful because I would love more than anything, as would anybody else in my position to make enough money to cancel out getting any support, right? I mean, that's, that's the goal the big, fuck you, um, I don't need your money, I'm making my own. And, that is where I want to be. I am not there. And it appears, uh, that I won't make it there before my children (laughs) move out. Um, so... I want to call that friend. I'm embarrassed to call that friend because I feel like every time I turn around everybody wants to help me with good advice on how to pull myself up by the bootstraps and become a functioning adult who is able to take care of myself so, I want to call my girlfriend and I don't because sometimes I get very pragmatic over time well, you know, it's going to be fine yeah doesn't fucking feel like it so that's one friend I would like to call sister has always been one of those people who was my biggest supporter. Uh, And over the past two years, as I fumbled around with fumbled around with life. Um, Trying to deal with the ups and downs going on in my home. Uh, Trying to deal with my coming to terms with my mental illness. And She's been there. She's been there. It's been a really long two years. Um, And, (laughs) funny thing, uh, it looks like it's going to be a really long third year. And, again, I want to call her and I want to say I feel so overwhelmed. And I very much want to be a grown-up. Be somebody you're proud of. And... And then I don't want to call. Because... You know, I'll get the... You are, I do believe in you, and you're doing such a great job, and you're going to get through this, and again, I'm taken back to see me, because I'm not actually doing well. It's just one of those where you're like, You've known me forever. How, in God's name, can you in any way think that I'm currently doing well? And again, You don't want to say anything because everybody's got a, like, a mental plan for you. Like, you just, you know, just keep looking for a job, you're going to sew, you're going to get it, you're going to get it, you're going to be self-sufficient. I won't have to worry about you anymore. Now, let me tell you, I love that girl. I'm just in a really, really hard spot with this right now, because... Well, I think there are people who... I think it is a very rare person who doesn't have mental illness, who can see what's really going on. So, I don't I don't fault her for that, I don't fault my other friend for that, I know they're trying to understand something that is so monumentally not understandable. Um, You know, you look look like you're fine. So, I don't know why you can't do all of these things. Stop letting your illness define you. You know, you're not Just bipolar, and and I do believe that Uh, I do have bipolar, though. And so it just sucks. So there's like a million people who you want to call. So there's two. So you know you can't just call one person because. They're not going to be well-rounded enough. You really do have to call. Multiple people. You know. I feel like sometimes I'm also just tapping out my resources. Um, So. My girlfriend from my divorce. I have. uh, My sister who's been my biggest cheerleader for a very very long time um, I also now have excuse me a girlfriend who also has some mental health issues and like a really key role in me getting through this past year. And she has listened to me endlessly. She's explained to me the rule, which I forever break. (laughs) Which is, you know, you you can't continue to complain about something. You have to um, make changes. I love that concept but it doesn't always work for me (laughs) Um, I can try a whole bunch of things but my to make my thinking get foggy sometimes. And if you don't have a mental illness yourself, it's very hard to grasp when somebody's telling you this that uh, this is not the outcome I want. But this is where I keep ending up. So I guess kind of like back to my sister thing. Um, I can try new things. Sometimes I still end up right here. And where is here? Right now for me, here is in a place of fear. this, this is the place I reside far too often. I'm always worried about um, making a bad mistake and costing myself um, everything. From, from my apartment to my children. My job. And the thing is, for about 20 minutes a day, I know none of that's going to happen. I'm a very smart woman, uh, capable of many, many things. I have an impressive resume. My children love me. (laughs) Um, There's a game that goes on in your head when you have mental illness that doesn't make sense. I don't know how to explain it to you. I'm hoping you have it so that I don't have to. Um... How do you explain to somebody, even somebody you're close to, that you can't make different decisions, that you don't believe you have the options everybody else has, that you feel you are a second-class citizen, uh, and that everybody else is getting, and you're not because you, you don't deserve it. There are people who say, oh, it's a self-esteem issue. Okay, maybe somehow it kind of sounds like that, but um, on a whole bunch of other levels, it is not about my self-esteem because I know I'm fabulous. I know I'm capable my mental illness tells me I'm not and then I don't know what to do with that information like how do you process that and go oh that's not true that's crap Um, because again if you're saying that there's a good chance that you don't have mental illness because when you have some mental illness um, you've got a running dialogue in your head 24-7 telling you things you suck this is as good as it gets Uh, you're not smart enough to get more uh, you can't handle it Uh, You're not as smart as everybody else. I think this is a portion of mental illness that people don't talk about. Because it's freaky scary to acknowledge the fact that you can't make your brain stop. And again, if, if you don't have mental illness, this doesn't make sense. What do you mean? My ex-husband telling me to do meditation and stop my thoughts. I do like meditation. And over the past uh, decade, I have garnered some skills at meditating that does not mean I can stop the racing thoughts it just doesn't Uh, you know good try it just doesn't can I find solace can I find moments of respite yes I can't stop the thoughts I can't stop the compulsive worry can't stop the anxiety so even though I have all of these wonderful people who I love and need for different aspects of my life I don't feel that I can turn to any one person I also feel like after the past eight years from my one girlfriend and a year and a half from my other one that people start looking at you like just stop stop the drama stop the um manifesting of your worries um stop listen to what i'm telling you do this do that it'll all be fine i can't stop all of this I think when people ask, how do you keep people from self-harm, how do you tell somebody, I already feel like I've taxed you out, like for the next year. I feel like now you're looking at me like, oh my god, can we stop talking about You know, this drama. Can we stop... You know, needing money from your ex-husband? Just get a better job. Go to college. Do all of these things... So that you can be self-sufficient. And not need... Somebody to take care of you. Nobody wants... To be need, having to need somebody to take care of them honestly really? No. Um, if you're listening to this and you have mental illness, there's a good chance that you know somebody is taking care of you in some form or fashion. And that can be a huge relief to not feel alone because this feeling alone things really it sucks. It also sucks when you feel like you are taken care of because you can't do it on your own. It sucks to be that grown up. But, you know, really, nobody wants to be in this position. So those are my thoughts. I'm I'm a day and a half home from vacation, had a good time, I also didn't have a good time. Um, Like I said, it's fabulous to hear that somebody's got a plan to help you. It really sucks when somebody tells you that you need a plan, because you don't have one. I've spoken about this before. It's, it's really weird when you're like on the right path. You're totally on the right path. You were working, you got married, you bought a house, you started saving for retirement, you had kids, everything looked great. And then you fuck it all up. In like a million ways. One small way is having mental illness. And being afraid to be treated for it. And so it was just running rampant. I know, I've got a ton more processing, and now I can't figure out, so am I coming down? Am I really coming down? I've only been, it's only been two weeks, three weeks. How can I have gone from top to bottom and didn't get to stay in the fucking middle? Like, really, really want more time in the middle? Because right now I can't even remember. what the middle's like. Like what is it like to not be amped up and crawling out of my skin? What is it like to not already be overly emotional and worn out and scared? So I'm kind of right now just super pissed that I didn't get to hang out in any type of good spot or boring spot. And I totally don't want to have to go back to see my therapist or my psychiatric nurse get my meds changed again because I feel like I'm already on like everything. Uh, And if I'm on everything and I don't feel better, then being on everything fucking sucks. And and then I'm paying all this money to still feel like shit. So, sorry, Debbie Downer. Um, I don't even know what I'm going to call this fucking episode. I really just want to call it whiny bitch again and again again. So, maybe I will. I don't know. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like my family feels like. That's what I feel like my friends feel like. So, that's probably a very accurate title for this. Anyway, Uh, coming to the end of July... hoping that I can get back to that middle ground and maybe have a little bit of happiness for a little while. Uh, I'm already stressing, like, going into fall and winter and, like, how bad that's going to be. So, self-fulfilling, I know. Everybody who listens to that and subscribes to this shit, self-fulfilling, I'm creating it, I'm making it happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I could, like, bust an eyeball out or pop my eardrums in joy and happiness for like three weeks straight and still have all this shitty stuff (laughs) Um, anyway I, you know I'll be back if whatever funk I'm in it's going to be a Multi, multi-day, multi-episode session of my sinking into depression. Or something. I don't know. Alright. Good night.